is it going? Welcome to Legacy Respawn, the podcast where you will find the latest video game news, reviews, and impressions. My name is Andrew, and joining me virtually is Mr. Whole Grain himself, Jacob. Hello, sir. How is it going? Uh, not too bad. <laughs> Cleaned up this puppy mess. <laughs> that puppy mess. <laughs> it's uh, pretty good. Her butt's like a yogurt machine, so... Mm. Got the the, the froyo on tap. Just more gross. The more <laughs> that I think about it. <laughs> Quite honestly, you know, it could get always more gross. Definitely could get worse. <laughs> she hasn't made it to that point yet. <laughs> <laughs> At least, yeah, uh, she's not just walking around and just it's just running out, dragging it everywhere. That's true. Man, Give it that's, time. That's the next step. If there's <laughs> yeah, a, that comes after. a stage of progression, that would be it. That is. At least she's not long haired. So, mm. a terrific way to start the, <laughs> the show here. <laughs> yeah. Excellent, excellent uh, <sighs> way to bring in the guest on the Wednesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on a side note that's not poop related, I found out. <laughs> That <laughs> there's a new ocean. I don't know new, if you uh, new read ocean. About that. I have not read <laughs> yeah, about the the new body of water. Well, it was the ocean was already there. They just finally gave it a name. Mm. Or is this? It's that? uh, it's the, the ocean around Antarctica. I thought that was like the Arctic like Ocean, that. or is that the that's the northern one? Yeah, that's the northern one. Got it all messed up. This one they named the Southern Ocean. That's about as creative as I could imagine that would be. Yeah, yeah. It so, uh, it joins the Atlantic, Pacific, Indian, and the Arctic as I, the new one. Oh, now they're all connected. Never mind. <laughs> well, the bottom <laughs> the, the bottom of the Earth is also round, so I imagine they connect in some kind of uh, yeah. They got a good touch way. Right? They got to touch somehow, right? <laughs> Just the tips. I think it's, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's funny that they said pretty much they were like, yeah, all the scientists, we knew it was there. Um, but we just, we all had to agree to call it one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they had a huge conference over this about naming this, this large quantity of water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all around the dartboard and they threw it and landed <laughs> on Southern <laughs> ocean. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so there's your fun fact of today. <laughs> yeah, they probably all put names in a hat, little folded up pieces of paper. Who did this one? Come on. <laughs> Who put Southern Ocean? <laughs> all right, I guess we'll guess we'll run with it. <laughs> but I'm sure you did come here to hear about the ocean and geography of the ocean. Or poop. Or poop, for that matter. Really escalate it into a liquidy conversation for sure. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have some excellent news topics coming off of E3. And all that good stuff has passed, and now we're back into some normality. But don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Legacy Respawn. And you can find us on Patreon, where you can also get the show ad free, unlock pre shows, post shows. And we always greatly appreciate all your support. 
So today we actually got some pretty, pretty cool things. Nothing too major. Interesting facts, I would say, about certain things, certain things. But we'll start off right on the right at the bat here. Uh, a lot of people will be excited about this. I know I am. I know you probably are. This is a uh, interesting one. What you got a good good throwback from two thousand eight. Yeah. But uh, EA's gonna revive the IP for Dead Space. So Andy oh boy. Andy Robinson at uh, VGC says. It was first claimed by journalist Jeff Grubb this weekend that EA was set to announce a new project during its EA Play Live event on July 22nd, we had, which he had previously claimed was an unnamed established IP revival by EA's Motive Studio. The story was picked up by VGC and other outlets, and now Gamatsu has co- uh, corroborated the report and claim that the established IP is Dead Space. The Dead Space series, first released in 2008, has not Seen a new installment since 2013's Dead Space 3. The series developer Visceral Visceral Games was closed by EA in 2017. According to Gamatsu, the new Dead Space game would be a reimagining of the series rather than a straight sequel to the existing trilogy of games. Following the closure of Visceral, which has spent two years developing a Star Wars heist game called Ragtag, under prominent game director Amy Hennig, Uncharted, many of Dead Space senior developers formed a new um, PUBG Corporation development studio called Striking Distance in 2019. EA's IP revival is reportedly a Dead Space reimagining. Last year, Striking Distance announces a new sci-fi horror game, the Callisto Protocol, which could now end up going head-to-head with a series many of its leads helped create. Among other Dead Space veterans, Callisto is being helmed by Chief Development Officer Steve Papadis, who led development of EA franchise. So what do you think? Excited for more Dead Space? Of course. That's like one of the best horror games when that came out. It really is. I think it's probably my favorite that I've ever played in that, in that kind of sense of uh, suspense action kind of narrative. I think they, uh, they really honed in well on the, the creepy side of how alone and, and deep and big spaces mm. you're, you're basically left out to your open or Isaac is on the ship. Yeah. This is saying it's going to be like a reimagining. So I wonder if it's just going to be like a whole, like there will be no more Isaac Clark. It'd be I'm some, assuming. some different uh, outlook of how I, there were, what were they called necromorphs? And how that yeah. that outbreak had took place, maybe from a different point of view. I'm trying to like remember back because it was all about the markers, because that was the original thing that they find in the beginning. Right. It's yeah. been a while. It's been a real long time. I couldn't. I don't know if I could break down the storyline of of Dead Space to you right now, but I just remember that uh, crawling in the wall. Um, babies. Yeah, that section was terrible. And then the eyeball. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of the, uh, it's up there with, um, did you ever play Heavy Rain? I've seen the gameplay of it. I never actually personally played it. The part where 
it's his trial where he gets put on like about how much what he'll do to to go get his child and they're like would you cause yourself pain with his hand i don't know if you remember what i'm talking about it's been a while <laughs> that's another mm. one <laughs> they basically give you like an option of how do you want to cut your how do you want to cut your finger off and what finger do you want to cut off and then could, it's a quick time event. Could could you answer that question? Mm. Uh, pinky. You go with the pinky. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I'm not going to take the thumb. I feel like it's <laughs> not take the thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Please, my God, leave the thumb. Pinky or what? I don't know. That just seems because it's on the end. I don't know if that or the ring finger. I don't yeah, the two NP and the N ones. <laughs> the pinky feel, I, I feel know. like that's a given. I mean, I feel like if I had to pick, it would definitely be that. What, what would be your uh, method of, of amputation? Well, not the rusty scissors that was one of the options on there. Just mm. <laughs> <laughs> die from tetanus right away. Tetanus here. <laughs> um, I don't know. I need to look them up to see what they were. I don't remember what they were. Yeah, it'd have to be a a fast, a fast ordeal. Nothing like grueling, like sawing and all. Because that would (laughs) that'd be that would be really the. the, I don't think it would be a bad ordeal if you could just get it done. (laughs) Like like a like a guillotine kind of thing. Just get it off there. (laughs) Go and get out there. (laughs) Yeah, just get (laughs) old finger just going. I don't have time. I got to save. Oh, what was the son? Jason. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I, could, I could make that work. To, uh, if I came to it. Back to the other game. <laughs> yeah, back to Dead Space um, anyways. <laughs> so it's it's separate from the guys that are doing the was it Callisto protocol? Yeah, so let's see here. Yeah, so Visceral, they closed down. I want to say this new one is being the, it's going to be developed by the guys that made Star Wars Squadrons, which was EA Motive, right? I believe that's correct. And the Callisto Protocol is being st- uh, in development by a Striking Distance. And that one super favors Dead Space, it, just in the trailer, from the little bit that you could see. Yeah. No, yeah, it looks like it's got it's got the uh it's lore, I guess, all over it. It's yeah, style yeah, yeah. it's style. Cause it had uh they have the similar uh, what would they be called? Like the life meters down their back. Yeah, yep. And then even the the thing that you kind of see run by and then the same thing in the room kind of Share similarities with the the necromorphs. Yeah, where the guy like the, the yeah the guy in the uh, room or whatever like forms into this one of these monsters basically in the trailer. I'm gonna Pretty, be happy with either one of these games. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Even if they turn out to be the same thing <laughs> at this point, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't even care. I'll be happy with it. Yeah, I know it looks good. It looks like it's gonna be. Honestly, you know, like I don't know why they kind of did away with this series. I thought it was always good. Dead Space Three wasn't the best of the series, but 
nonetheless, mm-hmm. I mean, it was still it was still a good game, you know. But yeah, them stepping they back. Did that, and, um, oh, go ahead. No, nah, go for it. I was just saying them stepping back and reimagining the series. You know, coming coming up with something fresh. Either they don't have to worry about the where the story takes place and how they connect it all anymore. They can just redesign it how they like. Right. Going back to the, the roots of the horror. Yeah. Cause really that, that's what I'm looking for. It's uh, besides what uh resident evil village. It's not been a whole lot of horror stuff out lately. I mean, there's the new silent and uh, not silent Hill, maybe, but there's a the new um, <laughs> fatal frame stuff coming out and the remake. Yeah, that's a remade. Yeah, I did figure that out. That uh, Fatal Frame was like a remake from the Wii U, I think, from like 2014 or something like that. The Black Maiden one? Yes, something like that. <clears throat> I did look that okay. up. So they were going to just remaster it, basically, I guess. That Re-release. was like, I think you had said they're probably testing the, the waters to see if it's, you know, well received and they'll go ahead and full force on another one. Yeah, see, that's like a whole different style of like genre of horror, though, where you really don't inter you can't interact with anything. That's like you can't kill anything. You just mm-hmm. run. That's your only weapon in the game. And those style of games and something like Dead Space, you know, they have their own ways to give you the suspense and thrill as you work through it. Right. Which is, it's pretty neat. And like Dead Space 3, I thought was a little offbeat from like how the game started. It was more of a shooter than it was the horror but like the the first installment was yeah they they went that same route as uh resident evil 6 which almost i guess you could say it almost killed the series because they didn't come out with seven forever it just switched over to um uh the run and gun shooter action action i guess you couldn't i mean it was still horror but not like you'd expect for horror yeah, it don't give you it don't give you the same sense of mm-hmm. like that that feeling of of remorse and depression <laughs> like a horror game gives you. It's like you're scared. You're like you're like when you feel like you don't want to do something is when you feel like the horror is getting just right. Yeah. The whole gotta... uh, section in Resident Evil Eight, which brought me back to it. Mm. The dollhouse. Oh. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I got I got high hopes for this. I hope hope they, they get it right. Yeah. They definitely um not reinvented horror, but they added another I, I don't know. They did a lot of neat stuff when it first came out. That whole You'd see an enemy and then it just take off and run or jump an event. And you're like, is it coming back? I don't I don't know. So that kind of like brought up the panic meter a lot. That was something I know. I think they did around that time that and condemned, I mm. think, are the ones that kind of started that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember any other games like this when I first started playing it. Like you would see like like a dead one on the ground and it's really not dead. Like they just <laughs> <laughs> they just trick you into that false sense of security. Yeah, just stomp everything yeah. and everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was definitely. I really like how they did that. 
Really they get you forward to this. Eyeing up like every wall panel and like every air vent. <laughs> and it's like, I know you're gonna come out of there. Basically, I know you're gonna grab. <laughs> Where's them babies climbing on the walls? Yeah. I know they're there too. <laughs> yeah, that was that whole scene, and that was like, why is this here? This don't need to be. <laughs> they took it to the limit. That's what they did yeah. for that time, I guess. Yeah, they did a good job too. I give them that. So story number two, we got fan speculation of Ghost of Tsushima coming to PC. Mm. This one surprised me because I didn't. This is a pretty new IP from Sony. I didn't see this one being like the next one they would put on yeah. PC. I felt like it would have been like God of War or something along them lines. Where it's, yeah, Spider-Man 2018, like at least start as something that's had some some age on it where this is only uh right what a year yeah uh, over a year yeah so i don't have they don't have much time on it and they're it you know anyways they say well, so cast marshall at uh polygon says goes to shushima fans will, with keen eyes notice a change to the packaging artwork that could signal new new development for a samurai game no longer does its artwork carry the text banner that reads only on playstation does that mean it's coming to PC? The new box art is available on the official PlayStation Direct Store and on the game's Amazon listing. Tagline was also removed from the packaging for Days Gone and Horizon Zero Dawn, both of which were ported to PC. Polygon has reached out to Sony representative for more information. It must be noted that only on PlayStation Tech is also not above box art for PS4 titles that have PlayStation 5 versions, like Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, PS5 exclusives also lack the branding. Neither Demon Souls nor Ratchet and Clank have the only on PlayStation text on their packaging. Hmm. So, do you think this is a sign PC? Uh, this could be a PC port, or is it just they're branding their packaging different and making it more of a no, uniform th- thing? They know what they're doing. <laughs> and Demon Souls is already like that's supposed to come there anyway because they messed up and said that way back during the reveal of it. Pretty much. Yeah, I'm right on base with you. I think it's definitely going to get boarded. It makes sense. It was very successful. I mean, God of War was too, but this is new, newer, I guess you could say. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they probably treasure God of War a little more than they do Ghost, for sure. I mean, there's been a lot of iterations of God of War only on PlayStation. True. And this this was their surprise one, too, because they had no intention on it getting as big as what it did. I think it became like their best selling. When it sold the most than any other other exclusive in the first weekend, I think. Something like that. Yeah, they, they, it did break a record along those lines. Because I know copies of it were actually like really hard to get a hold of in the first couple of weeks. If you didn't get it around launch time. If you were doing physical copy, at least. Right. No, imagine the beauty of this on PC, though. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's going to look good. It looks good on PS4. I don't I don't know how they did that, but. <laughs> that Jet Engine Pro does works. Yeah, they got that thing juicing under the hood, man, to make <laughs> that game run. Be quite honest, I don't understand how they even got it to do so well. And on PS5, it looks phenomenal. It runs like nothing other. It it runs so good. 
still got to try it on there. Yeah, it's smooth. Everything just looks nice. And like the wind, it's like a big component of the game. And you can see like how the wind interacts with things so smoothly where it's running in such high frames. And you know, it's, uh, they're going to mod it too, and they're going to add in a bunch more stuff and it's going to get even, even more filled with stuff and, and just better than not, not that it's bad and just add so much more to it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I could imagine the modding community <laughs> on that game. I think, I mean, it's a good choice. Yeah. I don't see anything Which wrong with it. Might as well. They're planning on doing all their big titles anyway there. It, I thought Uncharted was on there already. Or I thought that was the next one if it wasn't. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah, there was something to that, and I never understood it, but it was supposed to have been like Uncharted 4, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And then people were like, yeah, why... They were like, why would you port Uncharted 4 without the other three? Yeah, and just like, do one big collection. Yeah. Well, well, people that never experienced it or never played it on PlayStation, like, why would you put just four? That's a good point. Like, why would you just, you know, port number four and not the other ones to get the whole story? I feel like that would kill your sales. Like, people don't want to start off at the the last game. Yeah, you'll just get mainly your people that have already played it on PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, they (laughs) just want to replay it on PC. I don't think you would pick up any new sales, like, or new fans, should I say, of the series. Yeah, I don't think it's going to force them to go back and buy a PlayStation just to play those three games for that they could buy for like what ten dollars maybe in a pack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got the nice great collection. That's like all three of them for like yeah, ten fifteen bucks. <laughs> ten bucks, spend three hundred or whatever on a console, maybe two fifty if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking of that. Not not the way I would go personally, but no. But yeah, no ghost on PC. I think that'd be a good choice. And they were talking, there was there was speculation of Demon Souls also coming to PS4. I don't know if you heard any of that hmm. business. Uh, I didn't. Dumbing it down for that. Yeah, dumbing it down. I I don't think uh I don't me personally, I don't see why they would even put that on PS4. I mean, everybody that wanted to play Demon Souls more than likely has played Demon Souls by now. Right. You know, people like that was one of the launch games for the PS5. So all those fans that wanted to play Demon Souls probably got in the action pretty quick, got their PS5. You know, or they've experienced it in some kind of way. I don't know or if you went back. And yeah. That PS3 version. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to gain any extra extra fans by putting it on PS4. I don't know. Uh, what do you think about that? You think that's something they should do? Uh, I mean, if they, if they've got the resources to do it, sure. I mean, you're still, still got a big base on there that, you know, ones that didn't get it, they would probably like to play a remake of it, but you know, if they, like I said, if they got the resources to do it, sure. Go for it. What does that say? What does that say towards making, like people like, like how do you force people to or not force them, but how do you com- like <laughs> want people to convert over to the new console so you can kind of like wean out the four when you keep 
backwards make make like backwards compatibility for some of these new games. I yeah. guess in the time of not having these consoles, I guess they could do it to some of them. I mean, they are planning what next year ish to have another model of it. Of the PlayStation Five. Yeah, well, uh, one that doesn't that uses a different uh, chip. Yeah, yeah. Or a different uh, the conductor. Yeah, hopefully that gets them out of a pinch with the the console limitation thing. But I yeah, still that's a whole hold up anyway. I still say you got to have something there for people to want to switch over to. Like, yeah, obviously, you know, you get the better frame rates, you get the better graphics. But if you don't have if if they don't have enough titles on there that make it worthwhile, I always find it hard to believe like like that you feel like it's necessary to own an X Gen console right now. Probably not. I yeah. like I said that too. Even about the Xbox, it's the same way. I mean, there's a couple ones on PlayStation, what Returnal and yeah, Returnal, uh, Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Destruction won't, All Stars. Won't be Godfall anymore because that's coming to the yeah, it's getting ps Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think that these consoles probably could have came out this year. And it would have been a much uh, oh, such sure. a, a much better place with with content and like all these games could have been like launch games. Ratchet could have been on standby. You could have had Demon Souls, Miles Morales, you know, Returnal, like, and you could have just kept dropping them like one month after another. And there's always something new. And you would have had probably an abundance of consoles at this point, whereas you know, bots ain't buying them all online and. You know, they're not getting sold on eBay for thousands of dollars. Yeah, I think the price is up on them again, isn't it? Like more than what they were before. Probably. I think they're getting hard to get again, like even harder to get. Should I say they're always hard to get? I don't know. I feel like, you know, like I I feel like that could have definitely been something they did for this year. And it almost made more sense because from the time that the console launched to its first exclusive was, I mean, besides Demon Souls. But and Spider Man, which was also on PS4. Yep, I think you waited Assassin's all the way. Creed launched with it too. That was the same same way. That was on both. Yeah, it was on best both gen. I think the only next title that came in line was uh, Destruction All Stars. I think that yeah, wasn't. That. That's not on PS4. And then Returnal. Right. So I don't know. It's just a point of view. I, I think, you know, the consoles were ahead of their time compared to the software. The software wasn't quite quite up to standard. Yeah, both both consoles are just starting to get to where they should be at this point. Yeah. But if somebody on the street walked up to me and said, should I buy a PS5 or Xbox? My answer would probably be no. I would probably say wait. Only because of the fact that getting like Software just designed for that console is almost it's, it's, it's non-existent right now. Like you can be just as happy playing a lot of these games on your Xbox or PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. Yep. So take that with uh, you know, however you want. But anyways, so story number three, talking about some console performance as <laughs> as well. <laughs> 
Well, Sony reluctantly brings back Cyberpunk 2077 to the PlayStation Store. Yay for everybody. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Paul Tassi at Forbes says, just over six months after Sony removed Cyberpunk 2077 from the PlayStation Store after its uh, disastrous launch, the game has been restored and is available for purchase once again. Despite Sony saying the original decision to take Cyberpunk down was because of the game's poor performance and bringing it back, they're saying outright that they do not recommend the game to PS4 due to poor performance. CDPR, for its part, also recognizes that the game's best PlayStation experience is on the PS4 Pro version, which also runs on PS5. So that's the sum of it. And uh, he did include his sum of each version he tried on each console of, of Sony's consoles. I thought it was I thought it was pretty interesting. And they had some notes and stuff they put out for the newest patch, which uh, we can talk about if you want. But uh, PlayStation PlayStation four, he says. He said the game has been improved on PS4 since launch, but he says that's kind of a a low bar, given that it's practically unplayable there for day from day one. He (laughs) He said performance has been improved to a certain degree and it can almost hit almost hit. 30 frames per second regularly. But Jesus. he said it comes with a cost. Namely, Night City has become somewhat of a ghost town <laughs> with a ton of traffic and pedestrians removed to help performance. And there are still issues with pop-in and other, other hang-ups. In short, Sony is right. <clears throat> it's hard to actually recommend playing the game on PS4. If you're planning on any sort of upgrade in the near future, the game may run better now here, but it will never run well. So that was that was it's his base model straight up PS4. Uh, it will never run well. So I looked up. So I had to look up the video from this patch. Did you have the the luxury to see this this potato running in action? I haven't, but now I want to. <laughs> it's um, it's like if you never played Cyberpunk, just imagine playing Grand Theft Auto with no traffic. There's nobody oh, on the, no nobody on the street corners. There's no. I mean, there's like maybe like in draw distance, there might be like one vehicle. Like That's you can terrible. see and you might see, I think he said it was upwards of three vehicles on screen at a time. That's uh, it's What's pretty the bad point. I don't know. That's, I mean, the game was marketed as it's a full like a living city, a living right? city. Like they, they, they claimed it like big quotes, I think living city. Like, I don't know. I just I don't understand why like all them are. They should have just released it. We'll get, we'll get into that. We'll just we'll continue with the <laughs> continue with the article. So PS4 Pro, this is what he says. He said this version actually runs halfway decent, but it's far from optimal. If you have no plans at all to upgrade to a PS5, sure, maybe you can give Cyberpunk a shot on PS4 Pro. <laughs> though you are trying to land a PS5, I'd wait. Now for the PS5 version. The PS5 is currently running the PS4 Pro version. And if you haven't played Cyberpunk by now, I would highly recommend waiting until the true next-gen version of the game, which is supposed to be out in the second half of this year. Likely late summer or this fall. I I don't agree with that, but... I don't either. (laughs) He says, no real point playing the game for the first time. Now, on a lesser version when an approved version is just a few months away. This has been an extremely weird saga, while CDPR is certainly at fault for the state of Cyberpunk 2077 launched in, especially on last-gen consoles where they flat-out misled everyone pre-launch about how it performed their 
perform there. The Sony saga has been a bit absurd and the PS4 version was probably passable months ago. And not much has changed to warrant the lifting of the ban since so. The overreaction on Sony's part, not to mention their state rational of uh, protecting players, doesn't really jive with this. We cannot recommend this game. We are actually or actively selling stamp on its return. So. Let's let's wind it back here, wind it back to when this game came out. The game came out super broke, didn't work. They demanded they demanded all these refunds on Sony, which is against make Sony's policy, really, in a sense. They don't do. Refunds in that in that standard, like like uh, CDPR was, you know, telling everybody, hey, just go to Sony and they give you your money. Sony didn't like that. Chop the game right <laughs> off the store. Just get it out of here. We don't want yeah, that. No, that'll fix it. <laughs> yeah. Don't, you don't need a refund if you can't buy it. How about that? Good luck. <laughs> so I think there's had to be some kind of clause to bring this game back with. And I, I really honestly don't think it has nothing to do with its running capabilities, but I think it all came down to a financial standpoint with Sony and the refunds. Like you can't do that. So they had a they had to draw something up. So I'm sure you're probably not getting a refund if you buy this and it still doesn't work. Yeah, it's not like Steam where you get like a time certain like uh, what period, I guess, of yeah, time it's, and it's stipulations. Like a couple, return couple hours or whatever you can play. Try it out. Don't like it. You get a refund. Well, Sony wasn't having that. They're like, no. <laughs> they did it for a little bit. They cooperate, I guess, and the game's gone. You no longer can buy this game <laughs> on our on our service, it's- you know. They say you can go ahead and worry about those physical versions. Take those back to stores where yeah. you got it from. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't see. So these, you know, CD Projekt Red had to draw something up for to get to get this back on the store because if it's still running in terrible performance, and even if Sony Sony has slapped a warning right on it stating we don't recommend playing this on a base PS4, like. <laughs> Like, come on now. If you have to put that on the product, that's probably not something you should sell. No, I, I don't. I, I personally, I don't agree with it. Like, if if that's the case, then yeah, why didn't they just wait to release the next gen version instead of yet again igniting the fire that burned them the first time? Like, I don't because they're stuck on it that they already were doing it, and they're like, I guess we got to keep doing it now. I mean. I mean, there's got to be a, at some point you have to get to a point where it's like, like, we're extremely sorry, but this for your satisfaction, we are not going to release this in this state <laughs> on this on this console. Like, what's the point? I don't understand. Yeah, they shouldn't even at. Uh, what, given, I guess, given the rights back to produce more copies of it. Yeah, they should just, you know. They should have just came out with a public statement stating, you know, if you're really a fan of C- CD Projekt Red and you're a fan of this cyberpunk game, they would understand, I think, if you just came out and said, hey, look, please just participate in the next gen version as we want this, uh, this, this optimal experience for you as we cannot deliver this with the last gen consoles. You know, I don't think that would be a terrible thing to publish. Bite that bullet and do it. And you don't have to worry about it anymore because you've, you've said it. Yeah, you, <laughs> you fixed put it. your thing out there. 
Yeah, you fixed you fixed the whole problem. Like it's all gone in the past. Take all them people working on this crap freaking version and put them put them on the next gen version. That's op- obviously and it's not hitting by end of summer or fall. I'd be highly surprised if it even gets here by end of November, December. I just don't I don't see it. I don't, I don't see why this is a thing still. I mean, Xbox even has, I mean, this has been available on Xbox for the entire time, right? Right. And they have a big old fat warning on theirs stating, hey, look, this game doesn't run great. Like, I feel like if you need, if, if, if the company needs to put that on their product, it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to exist. <laughs> like warning labels on uh, medicine prescriptions is the same way. Yeah, basically. Warning. <laughs> May cause death. <laughs> I guess I won't take it. Yeah, I guess I won't take it. It's the, it's the medicines they get me is it could be like for high blood pressure or something. And the side effect would be high blood pressure. Like it may also <laughs> cause higher blood pressure. Yeah. Like, wait, what? What? <laughs> what you say? <laughs> Might grow extra toes. You never know. Yeah. And they're like reading it real fast at the end. So you kind of don't you don't hear. <laughs> Uh, Microsoft, I think July, I think they're cutting their refunds for it. Their extended refund thing, which is crazy. It's lasted this long. Yeah. Yeah, I still haven't heard anything about that. Uh, if you've gotten a refund, if you can repurchase the digital version, I don't I haven't heard anything about that. So I don't know how well that's going to float over. I would imagine you could. I would think you couldn't, right? Like, how does that work on yeah. Steam? Can you can I can I buy said game and return it in two hours and repurchase it? I don't know if it's a time limit on it. I know you can still repurchase on the. Yeah, that's weird. I wonder if you can return it again after that. Can you can you can you continuously do that is what I'm asking. Multiple, do it multiple times. Yeah, just just work in the system. <laughs> Play it for an hour at a time. Yeah, until you finally get through the whole, the whole thing. Uh, you'd be doing it a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're playing at say, 10, 10, 15 frames. Yeah, let's just say you're playing <laughs> all those base versions. I don't know, man. I just one car at a time. You gotta yeah. hope it's a good one that you're taking. Yeah, you don't have a choice because it's the only one in the whole three blocks around you. <laughs> Yes, I'm stealing this car. Running along as somebody spawns in on your head. Whoa. Yeah. I just don't, I don't, I don't understand it, but. A mess. They should have just, they should have not re-released on last gen. And and (laughs) in all honesty, it should have only released on on next gen. I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to stop talking about it. They should have just cut them losses when it, uh. Yeah. When they came from, when they took it off the store, I've been like, fine, just pull it off the Xbox store, leave it on Steam, and just, we won't make any more copies of it. Let those be out there. Yep. And the people that did purchase it, send them a code for the next-gen version, free. Yeah. And then whoever didn't buy it just buys the next-gen version. Yeah, give them that option to register. Register yep. it either with receipt or proof of purchase or whatever. Um, Yeah, they'll send you the key to download next gen. 
version when it releases. Then they could have, you know, dedicated all their assets to making the most stunning, best next gen version instead of making, you know, you're, you're just polishing this turd, but you still have a turd. I don't even harder. <laughs> yeah. Like, scrubbing it even harder. Yeah. Scrubbing the turd. Just terrible. Terrible. Anyways, we're moving. It's, on. it's too easy. Thank you. <laughs> get, get this out of here. We got a, we do have a excellent game that came out on PlayStation. We got Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart reviews. <laughs> this, is how you, this, this is how a game should be, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly how it should be run and yeah. done. Everybody just makes the game. Everybody's chilling. No crunch. No nothing. These games are just, or these, these developer guys were just hanging out waiting. Yeah, I had time to go make another one. and Yeah. So uh, the Metacritic, it's got an 88%, which is phenomenal. Solid. Yeah. I, IGN has given it a nine out of ten. Mm. You know, something I haven't seen IGN give out many ten out of tens lately. They must have. They must have cracked down. Change some. Did did Ghost get a ten for them? I think uh, God of War did. God of War, I think did. But it's been. I don't think there was any ten out of tens last year, was it? I can't remember. Now you're gonna cause me to look. All ten out of ten ratings on IGN. Uh, Eurogamer gave it a four out of five. So all all great reviews. I mean, I could have pulled from more sites, but I think they all just said the same thing. I think everybody's in collaboration with how the game performs and, you know, but I I did, I did uh, include a snippet from IGN. So we got some feedback because I haven't played it. I don't think you've played it yet. No, I haven't yet. So oh, IGN. I have a list also. So IGN says Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is a stunner. It only it not only gives the last generation of consoles a game that looks as beautiful as the improved tech promised, but it's also a fantastic experience to play. Zomniac has been around the uh, Ratchet and Clank uh, block plenty of times before, but Rivet and other new characters add so much charm, wit and heart to the franchise. I've loved for most of my life this couple with the series' best action platforming gameplay and incredible art and sound design across the board. Rift Apart may not be the biggest adventure around, but its big heart, wild weapons, and incredible detail easily makes it one of the most memorable of the uh, year so far. So, I mean, they're the best words you can say about a game, I think. It's about yeah. the quickest sum up. Their verdict, you find it right on IGN. The IGN review was really long, and I wasn't going to go through that whole thing. <laughs> but you can find it on the no, website. You, you want to play it yourself anyway, still. Basically, yeah. I, I really honestly just scrolled through it, got to the bottom, found the verdict, and a uh, good synopsis of what happened. That's what, uh, that's what I ran with. You said you found that 10 out of 10 list? I did. It's very short for last year. <laughs> uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh, last of Us Part 2. I don't know how we forgot about that one. I didn't forget about that one. Uh, Persona 5 Royale. Should have remembered that, too. And uh, Half-Life Alex. Mm. Which that's well-deserved also. Yeah, no, I agree with that list. And that, um, surprisingly, I saw Half-Life Alex was the first game that they had given a 10 out of 10 since 2018. Wow. So 2019 must have been a terrible year. Yeah, I'm trying to remember 
Oh, that was the year. That was the year of like delays and more like more delays. And when, uh, because before that was 18 was fallout 76, wasn't it? And that caused a lot of games to, to pull back like cyberpunk did and like work on their stuff some more. Yeah, I think that's correct for their launch, which they've completely changed it around. But that, uh, red dead was the last one that they gave that to. Yeah, because that that was the other thing too. A bunch of games pushed their dates back too because of Red Dead. Yeah, they didn't want to release within like a two week window of. No, that would have been silly. Unless Rockstar really goofed that one, but that was that's highly yeah, was unlikely. Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, playing Ratchet when I get the the opportunity. Yeah, I'm waiting to hear that one from you. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. You need to get through the 20, 2016 one. And now, and I know I played a good chunk of it. I don't know what happened. Oh, no, it's fun. Got sidetracked. It's, it's, it's fun. I, yeah, I really liked it. <laughs> did, uh, did Village come out? That, maybe that happened when I was playing it. Maybe. Returnal. It was, just it was excuses. It was Returnal. I'm pretty sure that's it what it was. Because I and remember it was like right after I played the last last mission of Ratchet right when Returnal came out. When I went back and played the 2016 one. That's definitely what happened. Uh, Returnal threw off your whole your whole schedule. <laughs> that started it. <laughs> All right. So stay hey, number. Uh, f- oh. I don't, I don't know what I was going to go with. Something about PlayStation doing it. But either. <laughs> no, the company. Yeah, them uh, really showing how companies, you know, can pull together and get stuff done. Mm. They got a dev fast all that time. They got they made a good game. Yeah, and Zomniacs have been. Uh, quite honestly, I feel like a Zomniac is almost like the role model you know, studio right now. I mean, they've yep. put out like extremely high quality titles and. Reasonable about a reasonable amount of times without too many performance issues. Which I know Spider-Man, like Miles Morales at one point, you could swing around the city as a trash can and all kind of weird bugs. But uh, <laughs> as a trash can, yeah, he would get like it would he would get like hung up and like turn into like a trash can or something like that. That's and, what I'm talking about. And he would just be a trash can the rest of the game, I guess, until you reboot it. <laughs> There was all kind of like funny memes and stuff going around with Miles Morales. But but yeah, you know, that's it's typical. The performance of the game is fine. It just had some slight bugs or whatever. And I think Ratchet was the same case. Don't get me wrong. There are some slight things with it, but I don't think nothing that would ruin your experience like cyberpunk or something. Like where people don't have faces and it's horrifying. Among many other things. Among the other rest of the <laughs> game that doesn't actually do anything. Among every damn PC walking through walls. <laughs> yeah, everybody's sitting, sitting down. down. Chairs. Chairs. Yeah, no chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think my favorite one is like when the cars like start spasming. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see the cars, they just start like shaking and they just fly through the air. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you recall? They hit a mean pothole. 
<laughs> See what in the world? Dive into that that water that has no physics. I don't know. That makes me mad. Like some people put so much effort into their game. Like for instance, I, I, this was actually a really cool detail that I never even noticed. But in Far Cry Five, like when you're inside of the building and you walk outside, they have a they have a slight screen uh, animation where it's like your eyes adjust to the brightness on the outside. Oh, like you feel like like it's oversaturated, then it gets like clears up, so it's not distorted. Yeah, like how like an actual real life. Yeah, you walk you go out blind of the, for a second. Yeah, it's just like that. Yeah, I never noticed that until I was reading this article about like, you know, like 10 things you didn't know they include or details that you didn't know were in these games or whatever. One of those kind of things. And that was one of them. And I was like, wow, that's. That's just crazy that somebody thought like in that detail, like, hey, we should make it so you're you're blind when you walk outside. <laughs> I got to boot that guy up and I need to see that. It's pretty neat. I never noticed it until I read it. I never confirmed it either. So, but suppose disappointed later. Yeah, you're going to call me. <laughs> Why are my eyes not blind? What is, what is this? <laughs> Give me false hope. <laughs> like, sorry, you didn't get the right patch. It was old patch or something. It was the patch. patch yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. It worked it out. Yeah. You couldn't, you shouldn't be blind. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, story number five, Microsoft announces Xbox TV app and its own xCloud streaming stick. So Tom Warren at The Verge says Microsoft is working with TV manufacturers to make an Xbox app available on devices soon. The software giant is planning to bring its Xbox Game Pass service to PC or not PC TVs through its xCloud streaming technology, opening up way more ways to access Xbox games. This will be available as both and app on TVs and with Microsoft's own de- dedicated streaming stick. We're working with global TV manufacturers to embed the Game Pass experience directly into the internet-connected TVs, so all you need to play is a controller, says Liz Hamron, head of gaming experiences and platforms at Microsoft. Microsoft isn't announcing exactly when this Xbox app will be available on TVs, nor which manufacturers will bundle it on their devices. Xbox chief Phil Spencer previously hinted at an Xbox app for TVs late last year. Noting he ex- uh, expects to see in the next 12 months. Spencer also hinted at Microsoft's own Xbox streaming stick last year, something Microsoft now says will appear soon. We're also developing standalone streaming devices that you can plug into a TV or monitor, so if you have a strong internet connection, you can stream your Xbox experiences. Reveals Hamron. Much like a TV app plan, Microsoft isn't providing any details on release date or pricing for its own Xbox streaming devices. We don't even know what they will look like. Microsoft revealed these details in a special uh, press briefing ahead of its E3 event la- uh, later this week. Microsoft will be focused on the games at E3 showcase. Yada, yada, yada. It does continue to say this Xbox Game Pass expansion to TVs is part of a broader effort by Microsoft to make a subscription service available beyond just phones and Xbox consoles. Microsoft is also announcing its upgrade to its xCloud server, Blades, today. An ability to access and use xCloud on Xbox consoles later this year. So what do you, what do you think about uh, Xbox's only like own streaming stick? I think we talked about this before. I feel like, like, 
they must have listened because I'm pretty sure <laughs> that we said, hey, why can't we just stream this from a TV? Yeah, pretty, like it made sense instead yeah. of like, you know, on your phone, too. But you can just walk into another room on a TV and be like, let me go play my Game Pass games on here and just stream it through that, like through your connection. Yeah, I feel it like it uh, makes a lot of sense. This is like the second time uh, Phil Spencer has stolen our ideas. <laughs> and uh, I feel like we need to start patenting some of these. You have to have a talk with him, have a little sit down. We're going to have to. We're going to have to drive up to wherever Microsoft's headquarters is or wherever he <laughs> inhabits his office and uh, have a small chat, shall we say, shall we say? Yeah, we can look around his office for all those secret clues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I think no, this is oh, go ahead. I'll let you uh, finish your thought. Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense, though. I mean. It like I said, like I've I've messed around with a little bit of it on the phone, uh, and, and it works pretty good. I mean, the controls and everything are a little hard to get used to at first, but I guess you could. I'm thinking about how you could work. Could you Bluetooth your controller? I guess to the stick or your TV itself, possibly. Uh, I'm thinking how that would work on that end of it. Well, I think. I think if you had the stick, I, f- I feel like that would make sense to like hook it to that. But I feel like mm-hmm. if you didn't and you're using like an app or something like that was built into whatever device, I feel like the controls would have to be streamed just as well as the game. So there might be some latency between like inputs or something like that. Right. So depending on your connection, I, c- I could see that being a not a fun experience if you don't have good Internet. Using your TV remote too as a controller. That'd be fun. <laughs> oh, that'd be terrible. I can't get mine to work half the time anyway. So, let alone. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Trying to play Dark Souls on your TV remote. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You're snap that thing over your knee. <laughs> yeah. You'd be out back. Uh, yeah, the little cushion. Launch that through the window. The little rubber things <laughs> on the buttons would be smashed in so deep from like pushing them so hard. <laughs> Learn you controller. <laughs> Try to tell me how to play. <laughs> I can I could imagine. But I do I do think this is the correct I, I think this is the correct move. I think they're all, like this is the direction I think gaming's probably gonna head in in the future. Not not now. I don't think it's gonna be great right now. And but getting the foundation set and something to build upon, I think is definitely the the, the way to go. But billing Especially for hmm? Especially for Microsoft. Yeah, and I think they'll, they're they're going to refine this in such a way that hopefully the like latency and stuff like that won't be an issue, regardless of your internet connection. Like we were talking that time, like make it so it streams far enough ahead so you don't have to worry about your download speed. Like just let right. it store enough data that it like is always downloading far enough. Like it buffs a certain amount, knowing how fast your data you you can download. And I'm sure they're watching Stadia, and and if you know learned how that is and the the ins and outs of that and the the bad parts of it like that the the buffering and, and just the latency issue that it could cause yeah yeah i feel like they're definitely gonna they're gonna figure this out if any company does it's gonna be microsoft they're gonna want to figure it out and then you, sure. you'll see probably sony in hot pursuit 
right behind them. <laughs> and you and in all honesty, usually it's the other way. Like, you know, Xbox is usually like, man, Sony's one up on me this time. But I feel like Xbox has a big enough hand in like networking and, and, and you know, actual PC components and all that kind of stuff to, f- to figure out how to make this tech work, regardless of, you know, how Stadia did it or Amazon. They can they can kind of look at like, OK, this is where their flaws are. Let's build our device so it's it doesn't do said problem or, or whatever it may yeah. be. Let's be better. Let's just be better. I mean, they're they're not ashamed to say that <laughs> they'll do it. Yeah, no, for sure. And like Amazon, like the Luna thing, I think is going to be gone. Like soon as this Microsoft thing catches fire, unless you can get Xbox Game Pass on Amazon Luna's service, then there's probably no no reason that anybody's going to use that. Yeah, I don't imagine that lasting very long at all or or making any kind of headway once even a, a beta of this pops up. You know, they give their early access to their, you know, the sign up like they did, because that's what they did for the uh, phone one. If I can remember what that was even called, it wasn't like, are you there? Yeah, yeah. I, uh. Oh, I, I I drifted off trying to remember what it was called. Remote play. That's what it was. Gotcha. Xbox remote play. Um, yeah, I imagine they'll do the same style beta program like that. You can sign up and they'll send you probably the stick to try. Like a rough yeah. version of it to go around with. And, you know, you're basically they're beta testers for everything. It worked really well with that. Yeah, I think this will help uh, a lot of people on the edge of buying a console, too. If you can buy a streaming stick for 60 bucks or, or whatever they want to charge for this thing, plug it into your TV and you can play. Obviously, you're not going to get the best experience on a streaming stick, regardless if they figure this out or not. You're not going to be streaming 4K, you know, perfect rendered graphics and stuff as you would natively on a console. But True. if you're on the edge about playing like for for me example i don't have an xbox this would be a perfect way for me to get into that network try it out and maybe that would convince me to buy a console later down the road if i like the offerings of game pass or anything right. along those lines and mostly you're going to be getting it just to play the couple exclusives that are on there <coughs> so and they're going to be on the game pass <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you're going to get that you know pay that cheaper price for that be able to play it and like wow and if it really strikes you enough that you're like, I need to play Starfield for years, um, then you can grab the the actual Xbox when they're available. Or even same for a, it might make up your mind by the time Elder Scrolls comes out and you, you've been playing Starfield and you're like, cool, now I'll get it so I can play both. Yeah, that'd be right before I start collecting retirement monster. checks. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> you can put it in the slab right beside your Xbox mini fridge. Yeah, my mini fridge. <laughs> and your KFC chicken cooker. Yeah. Sorry, well, chicken warmer. I don't chicken, want to mix chicken. that up. Yeah. Don't don't falsely advertise. People be cooking their tenders in this thing. Oh. Bite into <laughs> it. Medium <laughs> rare chicken. <laughs> it always reminds um, me of this video I seen. <laughs> oh no! It's, it's just like this real, uh, like ditzy kind of lady. She's cooking, and and she's like, I just found out that. I really like medium rare chicken tenders. Why has nobody told me? Uh. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> just stop. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Man, the, f- the first thing that went to my mind 
when you said that about the ditzy lady, I thought of those infomercials where it's like, do you have a hard time getting spices out of your cabinet? And the lady opens it up and just smacks one spice and they all fly out. Yeah, the whole cabinet comes <laughs> off the wall. Doors fall off. Is it, <laughs> is it too hard to grab that butter from the fridge and her door explodes off the fridge? It's like, <laughs> that's where I went with that. <laughs> uh, those, those commercials are so dumb. Like nobody actually... Yeah. Like somebody, you'll see like somebody taking the trash out and they like fall inside the trash can and rips all open and stuff. It's like, what in the world? Hey, who struggles through life you, like this? How did you do that? Why you got razor blades in the bottom of your trash can? Yeah. <laughs> what, are you doing? what life are you living right now? It's just questionable. And like, bring it back a step. I don't know. They, just, <laughs> they, they, they make people look like they're just idiots. <laughs> like, like this product's going to save your life. How are you? Have you even been alive? To yeah. <laughs> Without this, this spice rack. <laughs> like, but anyway. <laughs> so on, on this, the, the Microsoft TV app thing, I, I had also saw that uh, Microsoft had revealed three uh, Xbox specific gaming monitors, I guess is what they'll be. be even though cool. two of them are the size of TVs. Also um, believable, but it's done one. One's by Acer, one's by Asus, and the other one's uh, Philips. Mm. But I, I think the Acer one's like a fifty-five inch, and it comes with a sound bar. That's pretty nifty. And uh, Asus, I think, was forty-seven, and the Philips was a twenty-eight. Um, but they're all like one hundred twenty hertz capable. What is it? The Phillips, yeah, that's the 55 inch. It's got uh, a picture mode with high contrast HDR. It's the other one that retails. It's going to retail around 1600, but it comes with a sound bar. Sure, 1600. Uh, yeah. Sure. For a game of monitor. Um, Asus, the 43 inch. That was, it says it's co designed. Uh, with the Xbox team. That one uh, boasts the best color contrast out of them um, and hue settings for it. That's that'll retail around 1400. Uh, it's a little rich for my blood. The Acer 28 inch. That's the best iSafe certified one to reduce on the strain. Um, that one's going to retail around 950. Mm. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, for, all uh, three. Yeah, for monitors. Yeah. Well, do you even uh, classify three, a 55-inch thing for as a monitor? Yeah, well, imagine you sitting slapping one on your desk. <laughs> <laughs> I can see everything. That's probably why they <laughs> the short and the other one with the eye strain. Your eyes yeah. will melt out. Um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but it's all three have AMD's FreeSync Premium Pro chip, I guess. It's 4K resolution, 120 refresh. Mm. So that's saying something, though. I mean, I mean, they sound really good on the book. I mean, yeah, I probably nice. won't get one. No, they're there. I can't just. But that, that makes sense. Maybe they'll release. I don't know. Something with it. I, I don't know. It's cool, though. They're doing things. They're doing things. They're doing things. Good yeah. on them. They're they're definitely opening up a lot of other avenues for. Or the tech side of it. Yeah, I definitely think. Yeah, like I said, though, I don't. 
I don't think there's no harm for Xbox to do this. And, and it would be it would be such an avenue for people to get into gaming that haven't or maybe want to pick it up. It's a way for them to try it out for a very low cost of whatever Game Pass is and the stick, of course, or if it's built into your TV or it's on, you know, whatever it is, you can get it to get the app and play. Right. Which is cool. I have I have nothing against that. And I, I do think stuff will start moving towards this just because it just opens up so much more potential of 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 creating revenue for the company, whereas they don't have to put out whatever it is, the overhead cost to the to, to make consoles. Not saying this is going to eliminate consoles by no means. I think they're always going to have something that you can purchase as the premium experience. But if if you're not that committed and you want something like this, I feel like that's 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 what this is targeting. This is something even thinking about if you travel a lot, it's a lot easier for you to carry that controller instead of your whole system. Yeah, nobody's trying to tote that PS5 around or nothing like that. No, or even take that to like your own business trip, take it to a hotel like that. Yeah. Hey, hey, sir, can you help me carry this PS5 in my room? <laughs> can you grab one side? <laughs> It's in its original box, but I wrapped a towel around it in hopes nobody will see it. I made it, I made it sort of a skirt for it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I hope Sony, at some point, they can start to realize that having some kind of a streaming service, that's not quite PlayStation now. Because, I mean, PlayStation, don't hold me wrong, they, they've had this service for a long time, real long time. And I don't know if I can I can't credit Xbox to getting there first, but I think they've they've done a better job with it. And I feel like Sony's PlayStation Now service is, is extremely outdated and they, they just need to sit back, revise it, then re-release it as something along, you know, on base with how Microsoft has laid out theirs. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't know how much Sony updates theirs or cycles games. Yeah, well, they um, cycle. They cycle games actually every time they do their PlayStation Plus games. So you'll have new games, new stuff added to PlayStation now, uh, like almost in conjunction with the PlayStation Plus releases every year, every month. Yeah, they just got to pick it up. I see. We'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. I mean, I think got to be working on something. <laughs> they have to be. I don't think you'll hear about it this year, or. No. Any, anytime soon but they've they've got to have some 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 big ideas to kind of counteract game pass or say, really i think game pass is going to be what rules the market in, in some some sense if playstation can't suffice that i mean they're definitely going to start losing out because who's going to keep buying some of these third-party games that are on both consoles for a premium price and a price on playstation whereas they can get it free on game pass for Right. 15 bucks a month. Especially now that uh, the Bethesda side of stuff is now starting to hit. Because there was even a lot of backlash towards them because of, you know, uh, Starfield finally getting the announcements. And everybody's like, well, now I'm mad that I can't play it. Yeah. And Bethesda came out and was like, hey, sorry. Can't do nothing about it, though. We understand. But we can't do nothing about it. We want you to play it, too. But. Gonna have to either be Xbox or PC. Yep, it's just the way it is. Yeah, but yeah, I think they need to they need to figure it out. PlayStation needs to figure that part out. They got the good titles, they got the good 
exclusives and releases and, and they got excellent software or hardware. Now they need to find a way to utilize how to get that to everybody in everybody's hands. And Xbox needs to make a haptic controller. Dear yeah. God, make one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, honestly, I, I'm surprised they haven't started to. I, I know they've been looking into it because they did like that survey. Remember about yep. if people wanted that or, you know, yada, yada, basically saying, hey, do you like PS5's controller more than ours? Basically what I said. And, uh, you know, obviously, I mean, some people, it might not be for everybody. Don't get me wrong. The haptics are really nice. The the adaptive triggers. And all honestly, PlayStation has the best controller. Even if you look at Xbox's elite controllers, it's still, I think it's a better controller. I'm still mad that the second elite controller didn't have that because I originally thought it did. That was like one of the reasons I got it. Now I'm like, hmm. I mean, it's still nice. Like the grip and everything, the, the weight. And the back triggers are nice that you can add, but you know, price tag on it's like 180 bucks yes. without tax. Yes, crazy, Steve. When you get a PlayStation one for 70, 70, yeah. So, or maybe it was 80, and I can't remember. I the new controllers, they do, they do feel really good. Uh, PlayStation controllers, they're Honestly, I really like the PlayStation 5 controller. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as what I did, but the changes that they made to it and the size difference. It's not, I mean, it honestly feels way closer to an Xbox controller now. It's all about that girthiness of it. It has more, yeah, it has more meat on his bones. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, though. Yeah, I, I do like it. And just the haptic thing. Please, Microsoft. <laughs> Phil Spencer, I know you're listening. Yeah. I know you tune in. I'm going to need you to push that one through. Yeah, push that through. Executive order that. And then contact us about that. Sit down, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so story number six. So this is going to lead up into our last story, but I wanted to start with this. Because uh, super uh, coincidental, I was just saying. If there ever was a rabbit hole, <laughs> one. But I'm sure everybody, I guess uh, some context to give you here. If everybody's heard about it, the Blue Box Game Studio, which is a studio for Sony. Uh, supposedly, anyways. So it's, it's claimed to be a studio. We don't know yet. One guy works there. That's all we know. It's all <laughs> Only we know. one. Only one guy. But supposedly uh, Blue Box Studio is secretly uh, run by uh, Kojima. And that's the the whole uh, whole theory here. But we have to start off with this one, which is our sixth story. So uh, Konami, which is where Kojima used to work and produce games like um, what he's famous for, Metal Gear Solid, uh, Silent Hill. Uh, what is what's another big one for him? would have been that he had done back then. Yeah, Konami releases. Get you with it, don't you worry. I can't think of it for some reason. Get you, don't don't you worry one bit. I'll <laughs> hit you with so many things. Konami hasn't had a release in quite some time. Well, no, they, they pretty much stopped doing games. It was that Metal Gear Survive, I think was the last thing. And then they weren't they going to do mobile games? It was something weird like that. 
but then they completely stopped like their whole gaming division. And I know they did. Uh, they're real big on the uh, what are they called? The Chinko machines, the gambling ones. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They had like an arcade like casino route or whatever. Yeah, it, Until- they're very big on that. Yeah, I forgot about that. They had all the bad blood between Kojima and Konami and how they split off. And But uh, while you look that up, Tyler Fisher, comic book, says that uh, Konami put out a tweet that it, it doesn't come from the official Konami Twitter account, but it comes from their merchandise shop account from Konami, which recently tweeted a Silent Hill image with the caption coming soon on the surface level. And it says this appears uh, just to be a tease for some new Silent Hill merch. But there was all the speculation of Blue Box Studio, which we'll get into. So for story number seven, following up with that, supposedly this is there's a lot to explain here if anybody's followed it. But there was a game, big tree, uh, big trailer release on PlayStation blog, right? This is where this all came from about a game called Abandon. Abandon was a game produced by Blue Games or Blue Box Game Studio, which was what what would you say? How long? Maybe 30 second trailer or something like that. Yeah, it's not very long. Maybe a minute. Man, all it showed was like kind of some photorealistic walking through the woods. And that was it. It just cut out. (laughs) Now it's resurfaced and uh, people are speculating that uh, Kojima is behind. So it says Blue Box Game Studio only seems to have a single employee, Hassan Karaman, who coincidentally shares his initials with Hideo uh, Kojima. And despite saying that they've worked as a support studio for years, you won't find any record of the games they supposedly assisted with in the past of or other developers talking about working on Abandon, which is also that's just a red flag right there. Like, yeah, that's just odd. And it says the only previous games connected with Blue Box is a Steam early access title called The ha- uh, Haunting Bloodwater Curse, a game that is inspired by Fatal Frame, a classic Japanese horror franchise. And I'm sensing a pattern here. The game has since been pushed to Createc Interactive, another company with almost no online footprint at all. Blue Box Game Studio has g- had a game called The Whisper for Android, which now can't be found. It has a black handprint as an icon, very similar to the icon. icon- Jeez. <laughs> Iconography <laughs> found within Death Stranding. Man. Thank you. Ooh. <laughs> I almost choked on that one. It just, yeah, just eat that whole word. I know. Game Curiously only had five total downloads ever. They also had another game titled Tales of Six Swords for Android, which also can uh, now can't be found and has only ever had five downloads as well. Seems like it's building up for a fake profile for a company to stand up under very light scrutiny. And it says Hassan Karaman does have an Apple app store a profile with a bunch of low quality asset flip games under his belt. The only app that that's not a game is called Go Fit XL, which sits under the health and fitness category. The description of the app says at one point personal training PT programs. Ah. Trying to find the good connections here. As Blue Box game developer sold known developer Hassan Karaman has a bare bones LinkedIn profile with no connections and no farther information other than purporting 
that he's been a company since April. So he's he's supposedly been at this company since April 2014. And here's another a big one here. If you translate Karaman, which is is Turkey, Turkish origin, to Japanese, it actually is Hideo. Hmm. What's down? Like, even if even if there is no connection between these two the two things, what is the odds? <laughs> what is the yeah. odds that this guy's that name directly uh, is in relation to Hideo in Japanese? Yeah, that's really strange. It's just super odd. I, I, I that's like the one thing that they came out with. I just can't. I can't f- explain. Can't explain. And they go on. Who else looks through here? It just goes on and on and on and on. It's the one. Uh... Here's the one where uh, if you go on Hassan Caravan's uh, profile account where he's played Demon Blood, which isn't actually a real game. Yeah, that one uh, was strange, too. So it's it's like it's got a uh... siren head as uh, the profile game picture. Yeah, it's like it's a test placeholder. Yeah, and if it ran on there, uh, there were what there was a couple Easter eggs in the director's cut from Death Stranding that they showed. Yes, yeah, from that uh, trailer they showed for that with the Metal Gear Solid noises and the box and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, he's it's said where he's wearing a blue suit, getting into a box, <laughs> and then throwing a cheeky cheeky smirk at the camera yeah and i think they said on his outfit it had a dutch flag or something like that which directly you know coordinates to this blue box game studio being a dutch uh, studio awfully convenient very strange and if anybody wants to look <laughs> this up they kind of we're just kind of giving you the the gist here but it's been trending. Yeah, the actual for, article is really long. It's really long. It's super uh, convincing as well if you're into that kind of conspiracy thing. And it's it's gotten me going. I'm, I'm not going to lie. This seems like a realistic thing. I don't want to get too overwhelmed by it as, you know, these guys could just be cool and pulling your leg, you know, like it's just all set up to be some kind of marketing, brilliant marketing scheme. And Kojima just just isn't involved in it. But what gets me, which is which is weird about this, is out of all these these weird speculations and and theories, not once have you you've heard Kojima deny the fact that this you know he's he's obviously very aware of of what's going on. Yeah, I don't think he said anything at all. Actually, he's never said anything about any of this, and I feel like you know he would just be like, you know, I'm I'm not working with this this game studio. Like simple yeah, enough. We're doing our own thing. What what would he gain out of them using his name and it not he's not involved in it? Wouldn't would you let that go on if that if that were you or I don't, I don't know. I'd probably correct it in some yeah. kind of way. But we know that uh, Kojima himself really likes doing things like this. He really likes. Uh, well, what's what's the way to describe it? He he likes keeping like playing games like this and doing these things. Uh, I, like I told you, like on the, one of the previous episodes about churches, the band and using them and then tweeting out about them, how they were great, just randomly sharing their music and stuff. And then, bam, that's 
like the lead song. They were doing like the lead song from Death Stranding. Yep. So he's really he's really into a lot of the stuff, and he likes to have fun. He's he enjoys crafting up all this stuff while he's also designing designing his games too. I mean, this is a brilliant marketing scheme. I mean, this been this is probably like one of the most things I've read about in the past week. <laughs> yeah, if it's actually him. And there's just so much speculation. There's so many things that connect and make it sound like this could be a real thing. Like just a Blue Box Game Studios uh, logo. You know, it's it just looks like PlayStation Studios logo, just inverted in colors. It's the same font too, isn't it? It's, it's the same exact font as PlayStation Studios, which I would think so. <laughs> PlayStation would have to step up and say something at some point if it weren't true, right? Like if they're placed, right. they're, they can't falsely, uh, what do they call it? Like bait. They're baiting people basically to come check this game out. And I feel like that's a stretch on a legality side. If you're not basing that off true facts or assumptions about your game, right? Right. But it, to be using PlayStation's font style along with their PlayStation Studios logo is very obscure on how they're going about it. And this, like, like I said, it originated on PlayStation blog, which is odd. I mean, I don't feel like PlayStation would let that keep going if there was no basis behind it. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I don't I believe they would jump in in some sort of. uh copyright issue i guess they could say yeah and and another thing about it i think i've I read this somewhere also but i thought it was strange too but it says blue box game studios as there's more than one when blue box game it would be just game studio right right like that's also uh just very odd and they said that such a you know it's a small time developer but that they work with playstation It'll be an exclusive for PlayStation. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. Nobody's heard about any of this. And and the Kassan uh, guy, or Hassan, that guy is, I was also reading somewhere, and it might have been this article, but his he's actually has like a, like a, a verified account on PSN. Which like, is only held by, what is like, it, developers? Yeah, or? like. Yeah, like devs and something like really special, real high up, like something to do with PlayStation, which is just you know, that's also strange. And now he did yeah, put that video thing. out, <laughs> saying he's a real True. a real guy, but that doesn't still that don't you can take that with a grain of salt, is he? It, I mean, he's I can tell you I'm somebody, and that don't mean I'm them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he really didn't say anything much in there except, hey, hey I'm, I'm a real person. We've got a game. We'll show you something when something's right. <laughs> That's yeah. about it. Like, this, what, 30 seconds maybe? It's not very long. Yeah, it might have been 30 seconds. And they got all this thing about this this app you can download, which is another thing that I just don't understand why this is a thing. Like, why do you need a, 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 to download an app to see uh, trailers, like real-time trailers, as it's released on, I think, the 25th? It got pushed back three days. It was going to come out the 22nd. So, 
maybe you find out some truth then. I don't. And in, in that time that they pushed it back was when this video came out too. Yes, that's also true. Just very. I think, uh, I think it's still him. I think he. I think he had this person. Maybe this guy actually works in his studio. Uh, I mean, it might not even be his name, but. I mean, if this comes out to be true, this has to be like one of the biggest marketing stunts I've ever seen in video games. (laughs) And a smart, so smart. Super smart. I mean, you let your people do the speculation and, and they're basically marketing this game for you at this point. I mean, this is like a no name game. Like nobody knows what abandon is. Like it was such a small. It was such a small thing when it came out, like me and you barely even found out about it. It was just something that came up and we're like, yes, let's check this out. Like, I'm sure there's people that never even stumbled upon the original. Trailer. No, I don't don't think I remember this even when it popped up, maybe. Yeah, I think the first part. Yeah, the trailer, the abandoned trailer, I think we talked about it on one. Way, way early. Yeah, like one show. Whatever it came out, it was very short. It was like a short thing. We just like, hey, look, cool photorealistic graphics in the woods. Nice, cool. Moving on. Yay, horror. Probably. Horror, yeah. (laughs) It's probably something along those lines. But it was very short-lived, and I didn't. we didn't see anything in the nature about this game post that trailer. Until now. I want to believe it's something promising, something horror-like from the minds of Kojima Productions. But I don't want to I don't want to hope for it and not get it. So I'm going to be yeah. the, I'm going to be the skeptic of this of this conversation. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, maybe we'll find out more, I guess, in two days. Yeah, two days. I think we can. I don't know. I don't know. We might find something out, at least maybe the premise of the game or something else to go on. I guess, but I don't see I don't see how they've been designing this game since like 2015 and nobody's ever heard about it till 2021. Yeah, it didn't recently surface up like this. Just think of Sony has had this like banger title waiting all this time and nobody even knew about it. That'd, that'd just be epic. Yeah, like they did for the Demon Souls remake. Pretty much they held that under wraps for a while. Yeah, real long time. Yeah, so I could only imagine like I have no idea what's going to happen on the 25th, and I hope it's something remarkably historic. But if not, you know, everybody's probably going to burn down Blue Box Game Studios. I'm sorry. Like, they're <laughs> not going to they're not going to exist after the 25th if it's not Kojima. Like, where's my Silent Hill? <laughs> where is it? Where is it? <laughs> Give the Batman already. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the. PT never becoming anything did enough. A lot of anger about that. Yeah, people are still salty about that. I mean, I think people were trying to transfer it over to their PS5s and it was like glitching, remember? Yeah. Oh, hey, check that out. (laughs) Second. (laughs) Cool, sorry. No, you're good. So that's your your vote, Friday? Is that Friday? Yes, Friday. Yeah, I want Friday. Kojima. Either that or it'll just do another um another train train of something else. You think Here's so? Another link to the chain. I, I don't gonna, know. It sounds like 
they're just gonna keep tickling it a little bit. Not not gonna give you give you what you want. I just want to see. I don't know something. <laughs> I don't know because he he still wanted Norman Reedus to to work on um, Silent Hill with him. Like if that's still a thing, because he wanted to do a horror thing. I know Norman Reedus really wanted to do Silent Hill, and so did Del Toro. But it, the the problem so, with the Silent Hill thing is, unless so so Kojima don't own the the rights and licensing to Silent Hill. Uh, Konami owns no. it. So I don't know unless they sold it to Kojima Productions under the radar. I think that's the only way this could actually exist to be a Silent Hill. But it don't have to be a Silent Hill. He can just make something r- remotely close and people will still be happy, I think. But, like, you know, <laughs> Quiet Hill. I mean, you could just rename Quiet. it. <laughs> not not very loud hill. hill. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> Whisper Mountain. Yeah, Whisper Mountain. Whisper Tops. I mean, there's ways around it for sure, but. He can't yeah. use like pyramid head and stuff like that. At least he just makes yeah, him like he's creative enough that he can. Yeah, rhombus head. Just <laughs> just, just change it enough where it's not copyright. <laughs> oh, anyways, but yeah, I th- I, that's the only thing. Like, I want to believe it's a Silent Hill. I really do, but I think that's one thing that I just don't understand how that connects. Yeah. Well, then again. They- you know, license it out to PlayStation. Yeah. And yeah I mean, PlayStation is like, cool, I have a studio for this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been done before. I mean, there's times where licensing has changed hands and people never knew. So. And I don't even need to know. Just make the Silent Hill game. I don't care who makes it. Just. Just make it. Give us give us some new. New stuff, new horror. I like to see that come back. Yeah. Yeah, even as if it's a new IP and it's 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 actually Blue Box putting out like in all honesty, if it's, if Kojima's not involved, this Blue Box is making some kind of horror Kojima like weird game. Then I, you know, I would still I'm still gonna look into it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm all up for it. I mean, I'm not gonna grab my pitchfork. Uh, I don't have the time to, to go to the Dutch and. <laughs> Or not even think. Yeah, you don't have, have time to go over there to the <laughs> Netherlands. Yeah, the Netherlands. Go to Dutch. I'm going to Dutch. <laughs> I got no time to go to the Netherlands with my pitchfork. I don't even think I can ca- use that as carry on on the on the airport. Yeah, I think you would have to go there and then buy a pitchfork. Buy the pitchfork, which they're going to be sold out at that point. So I don't, I don't think yeah. I can partake. So when all of Dutch gets angry, when all of Dutch, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the Duke and Duchess. <laughs> I'll be out there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, we don't have any Netherlands listeners. Yeah. I mean, these guys are just idiots. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> we don't sell pitchforks. No. <laughs> yeah, we don't sell pitchforks. We don't have a need for that. Yeah. Now they're dumb. Think? Wait, what do you think? We're just, just <laughs> filthy peasants? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Anyways. Nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways on that note I think that's all I got anything uh, you want to add no I think we've gone far enough down the rabbit hole that I don't want to look at it anymore you know you're going to reread it later and you're going to be happy with it I'm going to be thinking about it until Friday, Til Friday. I got to download that app 
on my PlayStation, which it's, doesn't it's, make any sense. It's, it's probably going to turn out to be like the ring thing. Everybody that watches it, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's going to be terrible. Your phone's going to ring after you watch the trailer. It's going to be some weird thing with it. It's going to be Kojima. He's going to be like, ah, <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Uh, that'd be great. Alrighty, I think that's all we got time for. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Legacy Respawn and check us out on Patreon.com slash Legacy Respawn. And until next time, take care. See you on the other side of the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs>